Hello, this is Saeedul Zaman from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 31st of October. 141 people have died as a result of the collapse of the Mobi suspension bridge in Gujarat as of today. According to official figures, casualties include 56 children, Quinn reported. The Gujarat Information Department said that 177 people have been rescued while 19 people are undergoing treatment. The Army, Navy, Air Force, NDRF and Fire Brigade are currently conducting search operations. The suspension bridge had about 500 people on it when the cable supporting it snapped, as the bridge could take the weight of only about 125 people, according to official figures, NDTV reported. A first information report was lodged under IPC Section 304, Culpable Homicide Not Amounting to Murder, 308, Intentional Act Causing Death, and 114, A Better Present When Offence Committed, according to the Gujarat Home Minister, Harsh Sangavi. Nine people, including officials of Orava, the company responsible for renovating the bridge, have been arrested. Local Municipal Bodies Chief Sandeep Sinzala told NDTV that the bridge was reopened on October 26th, which is the Gujarati New Year, after having been closed for seven months for renovations. A compensation of Rs 4 lakh has been announced to the family members of the people who died, while Rs 50,000 will be given to the people injured by the state government. Financial assistance of Rs 2 lakh each to the families of the deceased has also been announced by the Prime Minister. The Supreme Court today said those who conduct the two-finger test on victims of sexual assault will be held guilty of misconduct, Indian Express reported. A bench of Justices D.Y. Chandrachud and Hema Kohli made the statement while restoring the conviction of an accused in a rape case, saying the test has no scientific basis and only re-victimizes and re-traumatizes women and it must not be conducted. The Apex Court added that the two-finger test, which was banned in 2013, is based on an incorrect assumption that a sexually active woman cannot be raped, Barrett Bench reported. The bench said, and I quote, It is patriarchal and sexist to suggest that a woman cannot be believed when she states that she was raped merely because she is sexually active, unquote. It also directed that the Union Ministry of Health and Family Welfare's guidelines against the test be circulated widely to create awareness. It also asked the ministry to ensure that survivors of rape or sexual assault are not put through the test. The Karnataka High Court today annulled the marriage of a pregnant minor Muslim girl, stating that it violates provisions of the Protection of Children from Sexual Offences or POCSO Act even if it is allowed under the religion's personal law, live law reported. A 17-year-old girl was found pregnant during a medical checkup at a primary health center in Karnataka after which the case came to light Hindustan Times reported A case under the POCSO Act was filed against the minor's husband after the health officials informed the police that the girl was not an adult The husband was accused of marrying and impregnating a minor girl The man however has been granted bail According to the Hindustan Times, the petitioner claimed in his bail plea that under the Mohammedan law, puberty is the consideration for marriage and normal puberty age is treated as 15 years. According to the petition, no violation of the POCSO Act occurred because the girl had reached puberty at the time of her marriage under personal law, live law reported. Justice Rajendra Badamikar noted that the POCSO Act is a unique act that supersedes personal laws. According to POCSO Act, a woman must be 18 years old to engage in sexual activities. 
While talking about the POXO Act, my colleague Prateek Goel reported about the three priests who were recently booked under the same act. The main accused remains absconding while two, the Bishop of Pune and the Archbishop of Bombay, have been accused of suppressing the alleged sexual abuse of a 15-year-old boy in September last year. The victim's family claimed that they visited five police stations over three months in December last year, seeking an FIR to be registered. But a case was filed only after they approached two activists in Pune in August. News Laundry's Prateek spoke to the police and activists about the case. To know what were the findings, please log on to newslaundry.com and read the report titled Bombay Archbishop Among Three Pastors Booked in Poxo Case. We bring you reports like these as well as podcasts, videos, interviews and a lot more because of our subscribers who support us. We are not funded by big corporations. Instead, we are funded by you, dear listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to News Laundry, please head over to our website and press the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Power us to serve public interest and counter hate. Two men died due to suffocation on Monday while cleaning a septic tank at a home close to the Mohammadpur Jhasa village in Gurugram following which the police has registered a first information report, PTI reported. The men were identified as Dilip, a sanitation worker, and Mohammad Shahabuddin, a local tailor. The FIR was filed based on a complaint by Dilip's son, Saurav. Saurav said the two men were reportedly brought to the house by a man named Bhim to clean the tank on Sunday night. His father and Shahabuddin allegedly cleaned the tank without safety equipment and died after inhaling toxic gas. It took a four-hour-long effort to rescue the men from the septic tank following which they were taken to a hospital where they were declared dead. The police confirmed that they entered the tank to clean it without using any safety equipment. The accused is booked under Section 304A, causing death by negligence of the Indian Penal Code. Luis Inacio Lula da Silva defeated the incumbent Jair Bolsonaro to win the presidential election in Brazil on Monday, BBC reported. With 50.9% of the vote against Bolsonaro's 49.1%, Brazil's Supreme Electoral Court declared Lula the winner and country's future president. The inauguration of 77-year-old Lula is set for January 1st. The 77-year-old politician was imprisoned for 580 days before his conviction was overturned due to which he was unable to run in 2018 presidential elections. Since Brazil's return to democracy in 1985, Bolsonaro has become the first president to not win re-election. Bolsonaro last year claimed that Brazil's electronic voting system was vulnerable to fraud and openly discussed refusing to accept the results of the vote. Bolsonaro during his tenure as president had advocated anti-LGBTQ and anti-gender ideology while pushing nationalist rhetoric. Deforestation in the Amazon rainforest grew under Bolsonaro's leadership and there was an increase in violent attacks on indigenous lands and people. Following his victory, Lula said that he would rule not just for those who voted for him, but for all 215 million Brazilians, Guardian reported. He continued by saying that living in a country that is perpetually at war and is divided is not in anyone's best interest. Foreign leaders congratulated Lula for the victory, including US President Joe Biden, Russian President Vladimir Putin, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz and French President Emmanuel Macron. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. 
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.